Manitobaville, the podcast, is brought to you by Rodeo Road Studios. Hang on to your hat. Good day, horse and rodeo enthusiasts. You're listening to Manitobaville, the podcast. I'm Mahangel, and today's episode takes us to Sundown and to Grunthal for a little bit of Gymkhana and Rodeo. working for you or are you working for your podcast it's not easy finding the time to turn your ideas into great content and right now streamers got more podcasts than i believe i've ever seen but if you're different and want to stack the deck in your favor we can get your production on track and help you to find your audience the good folks at rodeo road studios will help you particularize synthesize and optimize your podcast broadcast. Get your show on the road by visiting rodeoroad.ca. Rodeo Road Studios. Hang on to your hat. Okay, my name is Wayne. Uh, I'm uh, the announcer here of the local uh, Sundown Gymkhana. This is our 19th annual here this year. Uh, we've had an absolute blast putting this thing on for, for 19 years. I've been calling this show for a number of years. Um, it's all family oriented. Uh, Gymkhana, the word Gymkhana means games on horses. We have only fun. Uh, if you don't have fun at something like this, you shouldn't be here. We love our kids. We love our families coming out. Everybody's a winner, as far as we're concerned. Everybody's a winner. There's no losers in this uh, in this show. So. Yeah. So so it's more about the experience. Yes. When... It's horses and fun and family and a beautiful weekend every time. You Good food. Of, you give kids a lot of time to. Uh, we or, let or everybody. Adults who are having trouble. It's, yeah. We let everybody finish their events if we possibly can. There's no pressure. It's a zero pressure show and uh, people really enjoy coming back year after year. We have trophy buckles for all our little peewee kids. Uh, tomorrow's the big show, uh, the, the Sunday is always the big show, and the peewees always win a buckle. Uh, they go home with their little buckles and they go to school the first day and they say, hey, what were you doing in summer? I want this, you know, so it's pretty cool. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. It so is. what's your catchment area? Where, where's all the We've actually, over the years, we've had people come in from, oh, the guy who actually won our 50-50 this year is from Calgary. He came in from Calgary. Uh, we've got people here from Ontario. We've had people come in from the States uh, before all the, the, uh, the Coggins tests that needed to be done at the, at the borders for getting horses across. But we've had people from all over the place, Interlake. Uh, I've got my daughters here from McGregor with horses. And yeah, we've had a huge catchment. It's been incredible, absolutely incredible. Yeah. And so you said this was a small event. This today was the small event. Tomorrow, uh, uh, this is usually we have about thirty horses. Tomorrow there will probably be, be like on a Sunday. There's usually between seventy and eighty horses, and we have more events, uh, different events. We have Pee Wee Senior Junior. Uh, we hand out the buckles. We raffle off a horse. We've got a really beautiful horse I've been riding all summer. This saddle goes with the horse. 
Um, the horse was here doing some exhibition runs this week or this uh, this today this afternoon, and uh, she's just a gem for anybody who wants to to win a horse and start out. We try and give the uh, the people opportunity to get into horses with the kind of horse that they can do anything with. So. Right. Yeah, because you don't want a big challenge just riding. You want just a good, quiet horse, something that you can get on and ride. Yeah, and they can learn from there. Can you explain the four events you had today? Well, we had the barrel racing, which is a cloverleaf pattern. You can you can turn one to the right and two to the left, or you can go one to the left and two to the right. You must cross your pattern in a cloverleaf, and that's considered your barrel pattern. So um, that's a that's a pattern that's done in the rodeo. Um, it's MBRA, which is the Manitoba Barrel Racing Association. They have associations for barrels. Uh, then there's the pole bending. Pole bending, you got six poles, 21 feet apart. You ride down one side, you weave back through the poles, you weave back the opposite direction. And if you do it right, you will come back straight line on the opposite side of the poles. Then we have the keyhole, which is a simple key, four foot entrance by 10 foot entrance with a white line. Uh, surrounded with a, a 21 foot diameter uh, chalk line. You ride in there without touching the chalk, you turn, you ride out, and it's a timed event again. So, uh, the potato race, a simple thing like the potato race, you ride in, you stab a potato with a pointed stick, and you ride out. It's a lot harder than it does appear, so. And next year is gonna be in my garden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get yeah. some work done. Yeah, get some work done, yeah. Awesome, so. and then do you, so tomorrow what events? Tomorrow we're doing very similar events. There's going to be barrels, uh, poles, keyhole again, and then we're doing something called a sack race, which is actually the barrel race with two riders holding a potato sack between the two of them, and they have to ride tandem around the barrels doing the same pattern. But if you let go of this, if you let go of the sack, you're disqualified. So we also do a rescue race, which you have a partner at the far end. You ride in with your horse. You pick up your partner get them on the horse behind you and you ride out as fast as you can. And we're trying something different this year. We're actually adding, a, a, it's called, a, we're adding the puppy rescue to the peewees this year. We're putting a, a stuffed animal on one of the barrels. The, the peewees will ride in, they'll grab that stuffed bear and they will rescue that and then they'll ride out and they get to keep the teddy bear at the end of the race. So they all get a fresh teddy bear. So we're trying to gear that for kids that they can do the adult races with us. And then we have the flag race again. Um, uh, the rescue race, uh, like that is uh, a, a, double, a double race where you have two people involved. We're going to do a relay race. Again, you have two people involved and two horses where you do the baton transfer. And we're doing a ride and run, which is a person on a horse and a person on foot. You run around and you've got to run around a pattern at the same time, but the horse cannot pass the runner. So you're, when horses come home, they often want to pass the runner. So it's, it's horsemanship. It's, that's what it is. It's horsemanship and, and just... Uh, something different to entertain the crowd. So, so some of the uh, adult riders, does that mean they've been riding their whole life? A lot of them have, yeah. A lot of them have. Uh, you know, um, I know one of the riders here, he was riding today. He's uh, probably come out of retirement uh, eight or nine years in a row because this is the only show he rides at because he has so much fun here. And uh, it's just fun to see the excitement that they get out of it. And then you see the kids, they have the same kind of excitement when these peewees ride in here. I, I was explaining before, my grandson, who is two and a half years old, he'll be riding tomorrow and he'll be winning his third buckle. You know, a, a guy that's two and a half years old shouldn't have three buckles, but he will, you know. So it's, and it's very family, everything. I'm, a, I'm from a rodeo family, my daughter rodeos, um, my son-in-law rodeoed, and my, my, little, my little grandson's probably gonna rodeo as well, so. So what's the horse's part in this? Like the horse's, your partners, um, your equals. 
Yeah. It's that's that's all there. They, and everybody says I'm doing a singles event. People think barrels is a singles yeah, event. You, that's so far from the truth. Because if you got a good rider, and you don't know how to control that horse, you have to work together. You're a partnership right there. And people say, well, yeah, I can, it's a singles event. It's no, it's not. It's your horse is 90% of your event. You know, and keeping that mind controlled and calm and saying, hey, this is fun. You know, we're entertaining the crowd. And to have that horse work with you and not against you. You've seen here probably today how we give time to fix problems. And that's what this show is all about. That people come back and say, man, I learned so much at your show. I want to come back next year. You know, so and it's just, it's just uh, all around good for people watching to see, wow, this is what can be done. I didn't know you could do that. You know, I didn't know you could go stab a potato with a horse. You know, and you can. That's crazy, eh? Yeah. Stuff we can do. It's been great. It's been great. Next year is our 20th year, and we have we have the pierogi supper here. We have the breakfast. Last year, we fed 230 people breakfast here in the bush. Uh, we fed 250 people supper last year. Uh, the Cowboy Church is a huge draw for us. It's all by the lake there. We've got the band playing tonight, and it's all going to be old-time music. We've got, we've got farmers from this area who grew up with the old Ukrainian and, and cowboy music. They come out. They thrive for this night to come and dance on that open floor, you know, and to hear those guys say, you did a good job. I love it. Just love it. Can I get baptized in the lake? You sure can. We got ministers all over the place here. You betcha. Awesome. They, we can baptize you in there. It's a beautiful lake. Beautiful. Yeah. Free camping all the time. This is one of the most inexpensive weekends you can do as a family. There is no charge for camping. You'll pay for your meal here. And you'll pay for breakfast. That's it. And your, if you want to enter, like uh, your your silent auction or your 50/50. But if you're coming to watch, there's no charge. There's no gate fee. There's no camping charge. You know, it's it's for people that can't and don't want to go out in in a, in a large public venue and spend a lot of money. They can do that here inexpensively and enjoy it here. You know, and it's always we're always blessed with good weather. You know, for me, I always say any day above ground is a good day. I don't care if it's raining or not. But you do. I, I love it. But you like the sunny day. I right? love a sunny day, but I don't like <laughs> I don't mind the rain. You know, we've nice. run these cowboys don't quit in the rain. We've had we've had this so soaked in the rain, and you get those little cowboys and cowgirls there are running and they are dirty and they go, Mom, I had so much fun. Let's go eat. <laughs> you know, that's what it's all about. So. Awesome. Yeah. And are you part of a, uh, an association or a circuit or anything? We have, this is all private. This is I, my friend Abe here. This is his land, and uh, he actually started this many years ago. And this is something that we just do. There's four of us on the committee, and uh, we just, we enjoy doing what we're doing. Five of us on the committee. Oh, I just got corrected. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's just, it's we're not part of an association, but I know that the Manitoba Gym Canada Association does post some of our stuff but we're not actually part of the association. This is private and fun. Independent Cowboys stuff. Yeah, independent Cowboys, yeah. We lose money all by ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need anybody to help us. Well, that's all you need to know. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, so. Excellent. Fun we have. If you can't have fun here, we shouldn't be here. And if we don't have fun putting it on, we shouldn't be doing it anymore. So I appreciate you guys coming out. This is this is really cool. And staying for the show. Sure, you staying for the supper? I think so. Good. Yeah. We're gonna get some shots eat. of the band. And yeah. Good. My son is actually playing in the band. He's the bassist there. Oh yeah. So yeah. So 
that's that'd be great if you guys stay and check it all out. Maybe I'll see you out there next. production from Rodier Road Studios. This episode of Manitobaville, the podcast, is sponsored by Antiquarian Objects, the legend of Manitoba, and your friends at Rodier Road Studios, marketing mavens of the digital range, podcast, videos, TV, digital media, marketing, analytics, and more. Visit us today at rodierroad.ca. Rodeo Road Studios. Hang on to your hat. Uh, my name's Gord Mark, uh, aka they call me Bones. Uh, I'm the rodeo announcer here for the weekend. Uh, I've done uh, quite a few of the Heartland Rodeo shows this year. Um, and it's a beautiful weekend here in Grunthal. Uh, I've had many opportunities to visit this community as well. And, and Grunthal, fantastic host uh, for the Heartland Rodeo Association finals for the year 2023. Uh, Heartland Rodeo Association, uh, an association that uh, simply encompasses the, uh, the uh, parameters of Manitoba. Um, no rodeos outside Manitoba, no rodeos uh, doubled up on weekends. In their constitution, they only allow one community event uh, per weekend, which is uh, really key to um, helping out the community too. A lot of people don't realize that. What's the uh, most interesting thing about hosting this event? Well, I, I think every, every time you go to a rodeo, it's interesting uh, because there's no two alike. It's like a fingerprint. Uh, every time you go to a rodeo, what you might expect isn't going to happen. Uh, when you do expect something, it's a total opposite. Uh, and every show, it's, it's like a, a rodeo is a production. And it's like a piece of clay that you mold as the show goes along. Uh, everybody has a part, right? From the contestants, the judges, the announcers, uh, your stock contractors, and the committee itself. Everybody gets together, puts on, or does their job. You got one heck of a production. Yesterday's performance was absolutely stellar, and I know today's going to be just just as good, if not better. So tell me a bit about the events that people find at a rodeo. Well, in this particular uh, rodeo, uh, we got a lot of major events. We got bareback riding, uh, saddle bronc riding. We got a ranch saddle bronc riding, a relatively new sport uh, to rodeo. Uh, we got tie down roping. We got team roping. We got uh, what you call breakaway roping for the ladies. Uh, we have barrel racing in a peewee, junior and ladies uh, division. So we have three divisions of that. Uh, we have goat tying, uh, steer wrestling, and we have junior steer riding. And we also have bull riding. We've got the full slate down here, especially in Grenfell. Okay. And uh, tell me a bit about the riders, people taking part. Well, I'll tell you what, the, uh, Heartland is kind of the uh, stepping stone. Uh, for a lot of careers, and I, and I might add, a lot of careers have been launched into some of the highest ranks of rodeo throughout this country of ours, right from this association here in Manitoba. It's a grassroots family setup. 
uh, very family orientated, bringing in a lot of kids. And it's actually a really good association to build and maintain the future rodeo. Fabulous group of people. We've got, uh, every year you seem to have a lot of the um, competitors take the next step, the next level. Uh, but they never forget their grassroots in Heartland and usually return for a visit or two and a ride or two. Uh, we got great competitors in every single one of the events uh, and it's going to be really good second day rodeo here in Grunfeld. That's a competition. I know. Well, you know, they're my friends and they're already starting to cuss me out. <laughs> I know each and every one of the livestock here, bovine and equine, and you know, watched a lot of them all year long. And this is just their turn to get back at me for talking when they're doing their job. <laughs> so tell me about some of the bulls and some of the horses like they got real personalities right they absolutely do we're fortunate enough to have two of the finest contractors down here as well bar h ranch we want to thank them the helmexi family and top line rodeo the clear skies uh, and they bring a caliber of stock uh, suitable for each and every one of these competitors and you're absolutely right when it comes to the uh, different personalities uh, you have some horses that might be really gentle and easy coming out of the chutes, but love to explode in the arena. Uh, there's a lot of the bulls. What they'll do is give you a lot of attitude when you're in the chutes trying to get ready. They play mind games with the riders, you know. Get your mind off what you're doing so when we open the gate, I've got advantage. But that's all part of the sport. you got to remember, uh, the bovine and equine here, they are athletes. They know what's going on. Their adrenaline gets going, and they're saying, I'm going to beat you. You got to beat me. If you want to try, try hard because I ain't giving up. Once that gate opens, everyone, personality changes every single performance. That's for real? That's for real, 100%. Um, if you ever have an opportunity, just get over the shoots and you watch the same horse perform, uh, say at a rodeo, you'll know the habits of that horse. Maybe it's a horse that really likes to come out and blow up out of the chute like really high you get by that first jump you know and a lot of times hey i got this horse covered but you got to make that first jump bulls are notorious for that bulls learn in a hurry how to get a rider off if i come out and i drop my left shoulder real quick out of that gate and make a turn i know that cowboy's going over that shoulder because you got to remember when you're bull riding one of the keys to bull riding is never look away from the hump of the bull or the center of the bull you look to the right that's where you're going to land guaranteed it's like a lawn dart you're landing right there every time. I've been watching bull riding up close and personal when I was in the arena uh, clowning and that. I probably watched well over 10,000 rides. You get used to them. You didn't know that, did you? Well, they are personal. That's that's the thing because everybody says that and you know because you get people say, oh, uh, you're just taking an animal and making them do stuff. Absolutely but, not. But that's the then the other people say, well, no, it's a total yeah. personality that bull knows. And when you come here, it's like you can watch them just, they're standing around, they're hanging out. They're chilling. Yeah, and then they, then they go to do a job. They're no different than the competitor. They're getting ready. They know why they're here. And I'll tell you what, you got to respect that because this stock is treated probably better than a lot of pasture ponies that are around this uh, province. you got to realize this is the bread and butter of these contractors. I mean, there's no way they want anything to happen to the stock. I mean, that would be like taking a ball-peen hammer to a Cadillac. Like, it doesn't make sense. The care and attention these uh, animals get and the care and attention that the competitors respect them with, it, it's impeccable. You know, it, it's respect on both sides of the fence. And that's a lot of stuff people don't realize about rodeo. How long have you been doing this? Uh, too long. <laughs> no, I can't say that. Uh, I thrive on it. Uh, I've been into rodeo now, uh, well, since I was about 23 years old, I started. Uh, I just turned 62, so you do the math, it's been a while. Uh, I competed at first, 
then I went into uh, some announcing and a good friend of mine, Mr. Lee Bellows, rest in peace, my friend, uh, he got me involved in clowning, uh, Barrel Man Entertainment. Uh, and I was fortunate enough to slowly climb the ranks into the pro ranks and traveled all over this country, uh, you know, just about coast to coast, enjoying uh, meeting different people in different communities. Uh, you sacrifice a lot when you do it, but um, it gets paid back in spades with the people you meet, the communities you enter. And yeah, so I've been doing it uh, strong and hard since I was 35 years old. I, I really hit the road hard and I, I'm still doing quite a few shows a year, this time in the capacity of strictly announcing though. And that's the uh, Heartland Rodeos? Heartland Rodeos, I do uh, CCA, Canadian Cowboys Association. Uh, one time I held cards in, I think it was seven different associations at one time. That's uh, allowing you to uh, participate in their association. Uh, every association you have a fee you pay, and it's for insurance reasons and stuff like that. So you pay different cards, you're allowed to perform at those uh, associations, right from high school rodeo, uh, right up to the PRCA, the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association, uh, right to some uh, BRCs, uh, you know, bull riding events, PBRs, that kind of stuff. Uh, interesting way of life for sure. Do you see a lot of, a lot of young riders 20 years later doing other work in rodeo? You do. Uh, it's quite interesting. Um, you, like right now, I, I was mentioning that I, I'm watching third generation uh, people compete here from when I started out, which is fantastic. And you see the people that you competed with now, uh, Ben Kincaid, Crossfire Bull Riding, puts on a production of bull riding events. I uh, used to be one of the top bull riders in Canada. Like, I mean, not just, you know, locally. He's one of the top Canadians. Um, Justin Hogue, another fine uh, bull rider as well. Uh, you know, he came up from the grassroots of Heartland. He became one of the top bull riders. He's got his whole family involved in rodeo, and it's just lovely to watch. Uh, I watch people like uh, Barch, the Barch family, uh, originating out of New Mexico, or, or pardon me, um, uh, Durango, Mexico. Uh, he moved up here, he uh, raised a family, he runs a ranch. Uh, he's got his whole family involved, and his brother, all their kids. And the kids are really starting to get stronger and stronger in, in this association which is going to do nothing but help flourish growth rodeo in manitoba and canada in general so not just weekend warriors eh? no i mean you're always going to have that and a lot of people who just love the adrenaline rush on weekends and that um but you handpick a few and you see them uh and you, you'll know the cream rises to the top and uh, i guarantee you uh, out of this year's uh, crop uh, we're going to be pulling out probably eight to ten superstars in the years to come. No question about it. So as far as weekend warriors, like these are people that probably farm and, and yeah, ranch. Yeah, exactly. Whatnot. Yeah, they're all in the, usually into the agricultural stuff. And, you know, they, they might be breaking a lot of uh, ranch horses at home or, or working a lot of cattle and stuff. And I wouldn't even call them weekend warriors. I call them uh, dedi dedicated competitors. Um, and what they do is uh, they have their time. And, and it's like anyone. Instead of going camp and they come to a rodeo. Uh, and it's a family. So, I mean, weekend after weekend, you're hanging out with uh, uh, people you know and, and you're meeting new people, you know, and they bring new people into the fold. Maybe an uncle or an aunt that decide to come watch the rodeo. Uh, the countless people I've met over the years, um, I could probably fill a, a couple of dictionaries full of names. Like, I mean, it's, a, it's unbelievable. And they become friends, they become family. Okay, what's the future of uh, Heartland Rodeo and the uh, community rodeo? Nothing but stronger. Uh, 
after coming out of COVID, uh, there was a lot of people concerned. Um, I was one of them. Uh, and then things kind of got back to normal. And over the last two years, I've been doing a lot of announcing with Heartland. And boy, I'll tell you, the young and the youth that are getting involved, we're getting them away from in front of the video games. We're getting them off their phones and we're getting them out doing something in the fresh air, teaching them respect. And there's a lot of respect. I mean, everybody stands for a national anthem. Everybody takes their hat off for the national anthem and everybody says a cowboy prayer. It might just be little things, but I think that's the start of teaching people respect. And I think that's something this great country of ours is starting to slide a little bit on. Okay. Let's sum it up with uh, some big, deep thought from Gordo, who watches from the top and voice of God. And, <laughs> and when somebody shows up for the first time to a rodeo, you're the guy who's educating them. And what do, you, what do you like to say to people that are just first experiencing coming to a rodeo? Uh, well, there's two, there's two sides to that coin. Uh, first of all, competitor-wise. Um, I like to introduce myself to them. Uh, whether I was clowning or whether I was announcing. I want to go over, I just want to learn a little bit about them. I don't need to know their life because guess what? I'm going to figure that out during the season. I want to find out what their interests are. I want to find out why they're in rodeo and what their goals are. That's the key. When you know that, you start setting your base for the plan ahead. For the people that come to watch rodeo for the first time, I wonder where they have been. You know, um, too many people put a negative spin on rodeo. Uh, and unless you've experienced it upfront and personal and seen it and smelt it and felt it and watch the competitors, watch the, how much they put into it, you earn respect. It, it's like watching NFL football players or, or professional hockey players. I mean, this is what they want to do and this is what they want to get good at. So I simply ask them, sit down, relax, watch what's going on. If you have any questions, I'm here to ask. I'll try to give you all the answers I can. I don't know everything, just my wife does. And uh, we take it from there, you know, and we welcome anybody to come watch Rodeo. Hey folks, just a reminder, our email is howdy at rodeoroadstudios.ca or you can use the contact form at rodeoroad.ca You can visit us on social media, just search for the Manitobaville moniker and we appreciate every like, share and comment that you care to make and visit our YouTube page, Rodeo Road Studios and when you watch that video, please hit the subscribe button. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. Again, this is Manitoba Field Podcast. This is my angel. Uh, yeah, it was a great time. Great time getting out in the sun. Uh, it's winter now. It was summer then. It's going to be summer again. Pack up the car. Pack up the family. Pack up the friends. Head out next year. Make your plans now. You can find all these good folks on Facebook. Just look up Sundown Gymkana. You can look up Heartland Rodeo. You can look up 
all kinds of events that happen out there in the countryside. And it's well worth your time to take a little rural trip, see what holds this province together. It's the, it's the ties that bind, it's the straw that stirs the drink, it's the whole bit. Okay, so check out our social media, check out uh, what we got going on, check out how we can help you, help us to help you, help us help you. And that's, I think, the way it goes. <laughs> okay, so that's, uh, look us up, mantobaville.ca. Check out the other episodes. Look up rodeoroad.ca. Check out what we got going on. We're going to be posting fairly soon our series, Antiquarian Objects, The Legend of Manitoba. Bah, bah. Check out those episodes with Linny. It's a great insight into traveling around and making some little short TV episodes for Bell 5 TV 1. Okay, there you go. There you have it. That's what's happening. We'll be back with the next episode very, very soon. Take care, and uh, yeah, hang on to your hat. <laughs> Talk to you next time, Manitoba Villians. Manitobaville, the podcast, is a production from Rodeo Road Studios Limited. Copyright 2023.